better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin. And welcome to episode 255 of Bloods Are Ross. Today should be a very, uh, very, a fairly swift episode um, as we haven't really written down much news items, but there are one or two different movies that we want to talk about and get through. Uh, if you are joining us for the very first time, welcome on board. We are a podcast group of friends generically originally based in south london but you know we now got a guy that's like lives in watford uh we've got our our token white guy that jumps on every now and again who lives like guilfordy farmland ways uh martin's down in like the kingston area i'm still living yep. in gotham uh and marvin and big t make little appearances here and there uh, we generally try to be a week-to-week podcast reviewing things of a pop culture nature, generally covering the latest movies, um, you know, that are in the cinema, uh, latest movies and shows that come on Netflix. Uh, I have been slacking once again on anime, but we do sometimes cover anime. I still have a lot of things from the last spring slate that I was doing so well. I got to like episodes eight of a lot of them. I just haven't watched like the final three episodes other than uh, Spy Family. So I did, do need to get back to that. And um, yeah, sometimes we talk about gaming as well. Um, so if you are new to the podcast, um, we at Blurs or Us have a very unique rating system. We go by the chicken rating system. If we think something is absolutely dead, it gets bones. Do not waste your time and go and see it. Next up is a quarter chicken, half chicken, a free piece. And if it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken obviously everyone's reviews is subject to their own opinion something that we may love you might absolutely shit on and something that you think is absolute garbage nine times out of ten i'm more than likely going to love it because i generally seem to love garbage <laughs> but um yeah that's our rating system so i'm gonna get into i'm gonna start off with like my week says not been up to too much other than just been working uh still getting the hangs of that still kind of kind of get used to working the trains the fatigue that comes with it um not doing as much overtime not as much work this weekend so i've like had like uh, a three-day weekend so to speak um and then today uh we've kind of started doing some activities towards my wedding next year so um a couple of guys that are gonna be my groomsmen we met up at my house uh went to my cousin's gonna do our measurements for the traditional outfits and afterwards, uh, we went out to eat at a Ghanaian restaurant down the bottom of my road. And uh, yeah, we, we are stuffed. <laughs> stuffed, stuffed, stuffed. Good eating, good food. You know, I didn't really drink that much because obviously one, I was going to be driving. And two, um, yeah, I'm just not trying to drink as much. I'm trying to healthy, be healthier. Um, you know, you want to lose some of this gut for the wedding. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. What did you think of the food? 
We was banging, man. I'm not going to lie. I've been craving Ghanaian food for the longest time. I keep telling my girlfriend, you know, yes, she makes Ghanaian food. She makes light soup. She makes jollof. But the other foods that, you know, I say I'll make and I never do make and I need to learn how to make. So going to this Ghanaian restaurant definitely was the best choice. And I, I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah. Oh, just we had star beer. The only thing I didn't get, which I regret not getting, is the Fanta in the glass bottle because oh, anything in the glass yeah, bottle tastes oh, yeah. so oh, good. Oh, um, but I had bache, stew, came with shuttle on the side, just everything gone in, you know, in a dish and eggs. I mean, I didn't know it was about Ghanaians having eggs in our dish or on the side of a dish, but that's that's just definitely so uh, typical of us, um, something that I enjoyed. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy, man. I'm happy. I'm full. Uh, I mean, I woke up at 7 this morning, right? Um, obviously got the route wrong and everything like that, but we've still got to the location where we had to get to fairly on time. Mm-hmm. So, um, because of the lack of sleep and everything like that, I was, because of last night, or I went to bed, sorry, about 3 a.m. So because of that, I was just tired. I was a bit cranky and stuff like that. Not that I showed it, but, um, I was really cranky and once I got food in my stomach, I was all good. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, calm, calm. No, that's good, man. Yeah, hopefully, um, when Dell's finished her acting gig, uh, one weekend, me, you, and Atina can go and have a like little couples double date at uh, one of the other Ghanaian restaurants. That's about, and again, mm-hmm. get to chop some good food. Um, yeah, uh, so in terms of what I've been watching, uh, Solar Opposites episode six, um, yeah, I'm still enjoying it, but I was just a little bit ep- uh, disappointed because I believe in the episode five, it ended with the people from the wall being freed. And then being trapped in the wall, but oh, I'm a bit, I'm a, I'm a bit behind. I think I'm still episode four of the uh, sort of opposite. Spoilers, <laughs> spoilers. Ah, oh, it's alright, it's uh, alright. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, no, I'm still enjoying. It. I'll give the uh, right now. I'm episode three or six. So I'll give it a free piece. Really enjoying it. Uh, I finished uncoupled uncouple with Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, I give it as a whole chicken. Like I was thoroughly entertained. Um, I enjoyed every single episode. You know, it it was entertaining. Like I said, it's seeing um, a relationship break down from like the gay perspective and how like you handle um, heartbreak in a sense and how you could like yeah. like work on moving on. Um, and especially like for those like in the older generation where like Dave used to be dating one way and now like he's back in the dating pool. And, like he's like trying to use Tinder. He's trying to you know like have hookups and like you know nowadays for him you know guys aren't using condoms because they now do some other stuff that they do instead um and he's like no like you know we always use a condom and stuff like that um it's obviously um goes through like um in a sense like the difficulties of when you've been with someone for so long and it's like losing them without um you know a, a proper explanation to why the relationship was ended um is you know again i just really enjoy everything of it yeah uh, this is not one to watch with your parents uh there is um a lot of nudity and guy on guy action couple of uh, one scene of girl on girl action um so unless you are in that way with your parents where you can watch like uncomfortable like nude scenes together uh yeah this is one to watch by yourself um next up i watch case closed uh zero's tea time six episodes um it gets bones, man. Like I was so <laughs> disappointed in this one. Um, this is like a spin-off of uh, Detective Conan, which is like one of the most populous animes in Japan and has like over a thousand episodes. So 
I've never watched an episode of um, Kate, uh, Detective Conan, but like, because I've heard so many good things about it, I thought this spin-off would be like really good. Um, maybe because I've not watched an episode of Detective Conan, maybe I didn't understand the references, wasn't familiar with the characters, um, but I just didn't enjoy it. The only episode that I thought was kind of fun was they did an episode where they kind of had a reference to Ninja Warriors, um, but other than that, nah, not for me. Um, mm. Next up, oh, let me just pull up stuff for this one because this one, oh my gosh, the cast for this year is absolutely stonking. Like, it is ridiculous. So, Super Pets, um, yeah, DC Legal Super Pets, it stars Dwayne Johnson as Crypto, it stars Kevin Hart as Ace or Bat-Hound, it stars Keanu Reeves as Bruce Wayne, John, John Krasinski as Superman, uh, Ben Schwartz's character for some strange reason isn't listed, uh, Kate McKinnon as Lulu, Mark Moran as Lex Luthor, Diego Luna as Chip, Natasha Leone as Merton, Merton McSneed, uh, Vanessa Byers PB, Thomas Middleditch, his one's not listed on here either. Uh, Dasha Polonka as Jessica Cruz. Jamila Jamil, who's married to oh, the guy from One Direction. I can't remember his name. Oh, God damn it. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, well, I don't know. Damn it. Oh, well. I'll pay attention to One Direction. Isn't it? Yeah, I think he's the one that's going to play... Um, what do you call it? The guy that showed up at the end of um, Eternals. Oh, um, oh, his name came away in my head as well. Something Styles? Something Harry Styles. Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles. Yes, I believe she's married to Harry Styles. Um, mm. Who else? Um, Alfred Molina as Jorel. Keith David as, again, why is the... T- do you know, it's because I'm not on IMDb, so this Google's not listing everyone's who they're playing. But yeah. basically, the cast for this is absolutely stacked, man. And, you know, I this... As fun as this was, and, like, there's a lot of jokes, like, aimed at adults, um, and I think, yeah. like, the DC, like, live-action universe here would be honoured to have a villain as great as Lulu was. Like, Lulu is a fantastic villain like absolutely superb like she just nailed her villainy to to a t do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and the cast was fun the jokes were fun i just again for me i just didn't love it, in it. like it, it was it was all right uh, a couple of jokes that was more for the adults was pretty cool uh, keanu reeves as bruce wayne was fucking awesome man like i didn't realize it was it, he was um Batman, like, until the credits scroll out, I was like, holy shit, yeah. like, that was awesome. Uh, definitely one to worth checking out because just because I didn't love it doesn't mean, like, you won't love it or other people won't love it. Uh, this All this week, I've been, one well, all this week, like, majority of this weekend, I've been chatting to um, Rodimus uh, because obviously I was meant to be with him in Chicago and because I couldn't be with him in person, we've been, like, talking a lot this weekend. Uh, he went and took his kids to go see it and I believe, obviously the kids loved it because this is, like, perfect for kids. But I want to say yeah. he gave this a whole chicken. Uh, sorry, Rod, I don't have my messages with me and you there. But I think Rod gave this a whole chicken. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. I'm looking forward to hear what you think of it. Um, next up is Bullet Train. I know you haven't seen it, but yo, uh, I'm not going to give you a full review now because you haven't seen it. But for me, yeah. about three quarters of the movie, I was like, okay, this is a free, this is a free piece. And then when, like, a certain character gets revealed, I was like, okay, this is a fucking whole chicken. Because from when that character gets revealed 
and like the final like action set pieces start to happen it's just it's just sick in it, it like it, it takes it over over the edge of it um so mm-hmm. that was really enjoyable um i can't wait for you to watch it so we can like proper talk about it um hopefully next weekend big t will be back from his holiday because i know this is a movie that he really wants to talk about as well um and then next up i watched prey um now prey is like is it uh, is it a prequel or a reboot i i, I don't really know i think so it's like, i think it's a prequel it's a prequel yeah all right so first of all yeah as good as this was yeah like it was made for tv like you know mm. sometimes when like disney drops their things and you're like oh well you know they could have turned this to a movie or there's certain things you're like why is this on netflix like this should have been like you know uh, a full-on fear release this as good as this was if i've gone to the cinema to see this i think i'd have been a little bit disappointed i think watching at home just worked in it like for me just especially on the day that i was trying to watch it, i was kind of busy and stuff so allowing me to be able to pause and do different things worked out quite nicely for my liking um i you know didn't watch the first original predators and so i was like very grown in it so i think i might have watched the first original predator maybe like in like 2016 17 uh, whenever we were meant to be previewing um uh getting ready to pre uh watch the one called predators that had a uh, michael key michael key michael p i always get this guy's name wrong man keegan michael key keegan michael key him uh, the one that he was in. Um, so this is the origin story of the Predator in the world in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. Stars uh, Amber Mithunder, Dakota Beavers, and Dan DeLeguero. Um This movie was fun. Yeah. Um, I give it a free piece. Uh, I would have just liked for the actors just to that be like a little bit better. Um, I like that in a sense, like how do I put it? Low level, low tech. Um, I think the girl is a very likable character. Um, the brother, oh my days, the brother was an absolute badass man. He was gangster. He he, you know, in a sense, was like the star of the show, in it. Uh, he was absolutely superb. Um. Again, because I don't have much familiarity with the Predator series. I think I might have only seen the first one and then that one I did back in like 2018. So uh, I definitely yep. haven't seen the second one um, with uh, Donald Glo- Donald Donald Glo- not Donald Glover. What's his name? What's the guy from Die Hard? Not Die Hard. Um, oh, the guy that says um, I'm too old for the shit. Oh, um, what's his name? Wow. Bruce Willis. No, not Bruce Willis. The black says, Oh, the other one. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my days. Is it, it's not Donald Glover. Don't, wow, how am I butchering this guy's name? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Um, he's from uh, the Relief of Weapon Films. Relief of Weapon Films. Yes, that's it. Oh, my gosh. What's this guy? Yeah, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Donald. I, I, I was close. Very similar. Close, but no cigar. Um... So the gun that you see in that in in this one is supposedly the gun that he gets at the end of Predator Two, so that's like one of the connections. Uh, but yeah, I've not seen that one. Um, 
Yeah, no, it was calm. I liked it. I I I I enjoyed it for what it was. The three pieces are good. A good score. Um, you know, and again, this is another one that I was uh, asked about. Rod and Rod gave it three pieces as well. Um, I don't think you finished it, but what do you rate it so far? And also, I'll get your full rating next week. Uh, so far, it, it feels to me that uh, half chicken. Okay. This this is uh, prey, right? Yeah, prey, prey. Yeah, half chicken. So so far from what I've seen, the uh, female lead character seems to be wanting to gain the approval to go and you know hunt or be part of the people that go hunt and stuff yeah. like that. She doesn't want to be someone who stays within the community. Doing what I'm assuming is the ordinary tasks of the uh, um, of the women. Yeah, in that she doesn't want to cook and clean. She doesn't want to like just be medicine. She was the no. one there, track, hunt, and kill. Exactly, exactly. So what I've seen from this is that she takes on a few aspects of the stuff that she does at um, at home, which is, for example, making medicines and stuff like that. She's able to apply it to her dog, where a dog gets injured in a trap. Um, she's she they they portray it to be very very resourceful. Like she's very very resourceful because things like adding rope to her axe for example so she can throw it retrieve it and throw it again i think it's something that is is very practical you can see how it works mm. um she's resourceful in the sense that she's able to fix her broken equipment um even for, I'm, I'm at a scene where she there's a bear and um she almost gets uh, caught by this bear um she's quickly able to not to repair her broken boat boat and then you know um, end up escaping the bear. So, all in all, it's, it's a half chicken. I think the build up is a bit slow because we see glimpses of the predator already, so we know it's there. And it seems to be a lot of close, um, uh, what's it look for? Like, like close misses, near misses, where the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where I am right now, they haven't interacted yet, or if there's we are close calls to them interacting and stuff like that. But, um, it's just this build-up because we know it's there already. So for me right now, it's more like it's more the case that it's building up to the actual fight with the predator. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a bit of a slow build-up, but honestly, I like the way it's there where it's exploring her um, her character, what is expected of her, and then what she actually does and what she rebels against. So. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. It's a half chicken for sure. Nice, nice. Again, I will uh, remind you to give your full proper rating uh, next week when you, once you've um, hopefully finished it and hopefully your rating goes up just a, just a tad. Um, yes. Rise of the TMT, uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think that's the, the title for the one on Netflix. Um, yes. Uh, man. Do you know what? I was going to give this bones, but I'm going to give it a quarter chicken. Um, mm-hmm. there were bits that I, I laughed um, I think what let it down for me is that I didn't like the animation mm-hmm. um, and even though like I've been made aware that they've kind of gone with the change in direction I didn't like the fact that Leo was basically another Michelangelo like I'm mm-hmm. so used to Leo being the leader the stoic one you know the one that doesn't take no shit um, him being like the clown you know obsessed with himself you know being reckless i didn't i didn't i i didn't really vibe with that in it. um so i wasn't again great about that some of the jokes worked some of them didn't work uh you know 
having the Krangs in a sense, Krang not being in a suit kind of threw me off a little bit as well. But then when they got to the end and he, you know, he was in the suit and it was a little bit more accurate, I was like, yeah, that pretty works. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's a shame. Like, the story, I didn't mind the story. I know Rod didn't like the story when I was chatting to him. But mm-hmm. I, I quite enjoyed the story for what it was in terms of like, you know, the in, in the future, um, they've basically lost the Krangs and they send back Casey Jones back in time to like warn the turtles of to stop the invasion of the Krangs. Um, so that was, again, for the storyline for the words, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but it just wasn't as funny as it should have been. The action and the fight scenes weren't that great either. And again, the whole Leo thing, ugh, that, that got on my nerves. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? You know what? It's for, for it being an animated film, it was very hard for me to accept the change of direction because I'm so used to the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, which was absolutely awesome. That I'd give a whole chicken because we see right from I think season one, I think it's like five, four or five seasons of TV Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 2003 version, right? And it builds up on every single character. You have Leo that goes through. Uh, um, a growth in character and being sure of himself and things like that. You have Raphael, who's a bit of a hothead. Even he becomes, even though he's still a hothead, he becomes a bit more controlled. Yeah. Um, you know, the Casey Jones, who's always their friend, um, rather than someone who's from the future. You have Dotello, Michelangelo. They've all they all go through. You know, their own personal growth. They are still the same people, but you can see that they're a lot smarter in what they do. They're, they've definitely learned from the previous experiences. Um, so I think with an animated film like this, it was always going to be hard if they changed the characters or changed how the characters were. So in this case, we have Raphael. He's the older brother. But I think Raphael's always been the older brother, but he's always been the hothead older brother. When, whereas in this one, he's the protective older brother. So yeah. it was a change of dynamic for me that I wasn't used to. So I had to tell myself that this is obviously a different story. It's not yeah, the same as the details that I'm El- used to. Elseworld story kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. So I had to just take it for what it was. Otherwise, it completely ruined it for me. And I agree with you where, where you say Leo is a bit more of a hothead. He's a bit more of a Michelangelo character. Very arrogant. Um, and I know in the film they say that's because he's they've already defeated the Foot Clan, yeah. And so you know he's relaxed and everything like that. And that's something that's not very much Leonardo. Um, Leo still likes to be um, aware, be switched on. Um, like I said, always stoic for the most part. Yes, he has fun as well, but he's he's stoic, um, studious. Yeah. Whereas this was a complete one eighty from his uh, from his character. And same with Rafael. Donatello is still Donatello. And Michelangelo is still Michelangelo. So those characters were absolutely fine for me. But it was just a dynamic between Rafael and Leo that changed that was different for me. And I didn't like that. Um, or I had to learn to like it. Um, even Master Splinter was a bit more of a joker. And again, Master Splinter is someone who is very, very wise. He's like a Master yeah, Yoda type like, guy. What the, yeah, and he was bare busting jokes with April O'Neil. And then, like, April O'Neil was like this ninja as well. I was like, what? Since when was April O'Neil some ninja? Yeah, and I know April learns to be uh, a ninja because she tra- she gets trained by the guys at Battles and Master Splinter. Mm. But, um, yeah, this is just a different, a different story, so get used to it. 
I don't mind the, I don't mind at all the fact that um, April was played by a black chick because again you have to treat it as like an Elseworld story. So yeah, I to, I, again you have to, that's what I said. That's what I said. You have to keep my you have to treat it like it's another like universal type story. Otherwise, you'll yeah, get I, I, stuck with you know just, knowing the characters from. I just before. kinda rolled my eyes at that. And then when they made the original Casey Jones in a sense be his mom, I was like, Really? Yeah, no, as well. You have to do that. Like could have just left it as it was and just like not show not show uh their version of Casey Jones. But mm. you know, again, I think this one was more aimed at kiddies, isn't it? Like this was aimed at little ones, yeah. isn't it? So um you know, unfortunately I don't have any little ones to watch it with, but it'd be interesting to see what uh Thomas for this because like he's like the massive Ninja Turtles fan. Um, yeah. If he liked it, then you know clearly it just wasn't gripping me. Um, yeah. Even the even the crank. I don't think the crank are called the the crank in in the film. I think are called the crank in the animated series. Crank mm-hmm. uh, is the guy who is well in the two thousand three animated film animated series. He was actually um, the one who was in control of Shredder. He was the Shredder body, basically. That's why in a series, to be fair, that series was a, was a bit violent, considering yeah. that we saw the head of of a Shredder get cut off and stuff like that. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's in it's the you see the shadows, the shadows of Leo cutting off his head and stuff like that. So it's not gruesome. Just say blood or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was fairly violent and. So again, I have to remind myself that okay, Krang in this, yes, Krang isn't Krang. Krang is the name of the species in this who are just OP. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're tentacled beings um, from from another planet, more a much more advanced, technologically advanced planet. Um, you have um, the I call I thought it was like called the Techno Drone, Techno Drone, the the massive ship that they have. Yeah. I think the name of the species is actually the techno something. So okay. um, that was that was different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if it's someone who's seen the film before, or seen it, if it's someone who's never seen *Dangerous Ninja Turtles* before, I think you can enjoy it a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's someone who's you know seen it, especially seen the 2003 series, you or even what? the series that was on yeah. Nickelodeon, I can't remember what year came out, maybe 2015, 2017, between those two years. And you know, um, it's meant to be like then. You know, like yeah, exactly. Like, Exactly. So I'll give us a quarter chicken. Okay. But what I do like is that I did like that Casey Jones from the future um, actually taught Leo that, okay, here's the brutal reality that, you know, things do go sideways. Uh, people do die and things like that. So you are not the Leo who I know. So in a sense, it's more like he goes through character development and realizing that the Leo of the present of the Leo of his future where he was, you know, again, stoic um, and a true master. And this is someone who's still very much learning about who they are and tries to be confident in who they are. Mm. Um, this um, Leo as well was someone who, he may be a leader per se, but he didn't listen to uh, people and things like that. Um, and again, through the, through the course of the film, you can see that he gains a bit more of a uh, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, just understanding of you know how to, how to be a leader. For example, him finally listening to his brothers and their, and their take on things. Um, you know, going through loss of a brother in inverted commas loss. Um, 
go through the rage the rage side of him, making stupid decisions that endangers everyone again, and then finally learning that actually I'm going about this the wrong way. Let me use the the strengths of my team um, to to you know defeat the Krang. Um, I thought that was good. It felt a bit forced because you know it's more like you know we need to push it out here that he needs to learn to be to be uh, a that stuff. Um, so yeah, overall. Um, if you're someone who's never seen Dangerous in the Shells before, I say give it a go. You may have a different opinion to us. Yeah. Um, what it was, it's very much a kid's, a kid's uh, a car- a cartoon. I'd say if you're of the ages, maybe 10 plus, um, then, or maybe even 12 plus, then yeah, definitely, um, definitely watch it. You understand the themes they're talking about. You like the action scenes. If, um, you know, if there are kids, you have kids that do like action, um, you know, and, you know, silly jokes here and there, um, I recommend it for those people. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. I was looking forward to it. It just didn't, it just, it just <laughs> wasn't very good. Like, the fact that you even give me a cool chicken just shows, like, we're kind of in the element of agreement that it, it wasn't yeah. very good. Um, yeah. Next up here is Kagaguri Twin. Now, I loved with a capital L, yeah, Kagagori, um, I think it's called Gag- Kagagori Gab- Gambling Master or something like that. Yeah. That first two seasons was fucking epic. Like, it was a whole chicken. I fell in love with it. Like, animes that have a certain level of intelligence to them and a level of, like, mind fucking a sense i really appreciate like do you know what i mean like death note is quite similar to that um darwin's game had some element of that code Geass definitely has that that's like that's one of the reason why it's like my all-time favorite anime um so uh is basically a gambling anime where like they they're in a school and like your status isn't affected by like how good you're academically but how good you are um at gambling and like if in like a school year you can't like pay like the fees for the school kind of thing or um you your your the amount that you you've gambled go falls below zero you get called either fido the sort of guys get called fido and the girls get called mittens and then basically you get you become like a slave in it and like you know you're treated as like you know second class you're just treated like scum basically it? and then in the first season it follows like a newcomer who basically just comes in and she's like a gambling addict and she just like wrecks the student council so this category twin is like a prequel following like the secondary main character uh, mary mary mary, mary satatomo satatomi you follow, yeah. you follow her in it um <laughs> Initially, I was a bit confused what was going on because I didn't realize it was a prequel. So I was like, I was very confused for the first episode, and the first episode wasn't like setting my heart on fire. But once we started to get into it, yeah, I was like, yeah, this shit is good. Do you know what? It's so good, yeah. And yes, I know I'm meant to be watching rewatching Bleach, but I'm gonna be doing a category season one and two rewatch, man. I fucking enjoyed season uh, the category twin. Uh, not as much as I did um, category the original. Uh, I'd give it a, a, a very Oops, sorry, you've got a bit quiet for me. Hello? Is that? I would give it a very solid free piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would give it a free piece. Um, yep. Yeah, man. If you've not seen, seen Kagiguri, watch it. Like, add it to your anime watch list. Watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, it is just fucking gold, man. Very fun. Really entertaining. 
do it yep. now. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for what I've been watching this week. Uh, how about you? Is that you've been watching? Like, yeah, yeah, so you mentioned Super Pets. I didn't jump in to say that oh, I was stole Super Pets. Mm-hmm. And Super Pets, I enjoy Super Pets. I give it a three piece. Nice. Um, I just, I, li- I mean, I like the way, I like the way crypto is. I like the sort of retelling of the story of um, Cal L escaping mm-hmm. Krypton. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, crypto being with him when they um when they escape krypton um i like that uh you know i mean also i like the relationship between crypto and superman it was a very sort of like buddy type relationship where you know um crypto almost like you know when you, you know when you see a new dog owner a dog owner just absolutely loves everything about their dog that's what superman was and mm-hmm. um then obviously with the introduction of uh, Lois and uh, Superman, what goes to and everything like that, that dynamic obviously changed. Mm-hmm. But um, it, was a, it was overall fun. I liked I liked Ace's character played by Kevin Hart. Um, he was funny. Um, he didn't feel more. He didn't feel like a psychic at all. Um, you know, when Crypto lost his powers, for example, he actually punches him. <laughs> Because as as revenge for what happened in a in a previous scene, yeah, um, and that that was fun. Um, I liked the turtle as well. I can't remember her name, but the turtle was also funny because she just seemed like a old, a very old turtle, but then obviously coupled with super speed and everything like that. Mm. Um, it was just, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was just fun to see. Um, just a, a very fun film in terms of the jokes that are told, like you said, jokes for adults and kids. The jokes for adults will fly over the over the kids' heads yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and the pacing was good. Um, and yes, overall, I, I I recommend it for for uh, for kids to watch for sure. Um, do you know, something that you could you know anyone in the family can just watch, enjoy it. And yeah. Do you know it that you- definitely proves that DC have cracked the code when it comes to their animated series. I should stick to their animated series. Yeah. And leave the DCEU alone. Obviously, think films like Batman, for example, are good. Are good films. Yeah. Um, the Marvel Pattinson, for example, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you have the previous ones with um, um, uh, Christian Bale. Um, mm. those were good as well. Um, you have previous Superman films that were also good. So I think standalone films are good, but when they try to do this whole universe thing, that's similar to um uh marvel it does detract from the from the overall series and characters so yeah, yeah if, if if you if you can't you know nail the the films um especially with the team up films just stick to the you know to the single stories do trilogies of those i don't i don't i don't mind and then um yeah just rank rap like what's it called um rank up or um gear up your animation production because yeah. your animated films are absolutely awesome was there was definitely an iron man reference um yes iron man reference uh, when, was there uh, was there not a jungle ball z reference i vaguely remember there being an anime yes, reference. Was. do you remember what it was i remember there being an anime reference i was like holy shit look what they did yeah because um the, the joke was that clark was ironing his shirt with laser vision i said look iron man yeah, yeah. i should be called iron man yeah so that made sense yeah but no um, do you know what the anime reference was there was i i fairly confident it was anime reference i feel like it was a dragon ball z reference 
on Dragon Z, yeah, where Kamel was a Kamehameha reference. Ah, there we go, there we go. Yes. I think I don't know if it was the school that did it or um, it was Crypto that did it, but mm. there, that was definitely a Dragon Ball Z reference in there too. Yeah. Calm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what else have you been up to? Yes. So I've been watching Bleach. Bleach is. Um, I'm on episode fifty-five of Bleach. Um, there, there are no spoilers uh, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Bleach has been out since two thousand and three. I want to say, or maybe even earlier. I want to say two thousand and three has been out since the anime. So you've had more than enough time to watch it. I'm sure there's some. You must know someone somewhere who's seen Bleach before. So no spoilers at all. Um, so I'm on episode 54, 55, or maybe even 56, where it's, um, Ichigo makes the appearance after just learning, uh, Bankai, mm. and he's just blocked the Hogoku from killing Rukia. Um, this is absolutely awesome, because this is also the episode where he literally, with one hit, takes down three captains, sorry, three lieutenants, one of the lieutenants being someone who is supposed to be literally captain level. Um, but it's, ne- it's never proven in a series that he's captain level. And this is the lieutenant of squad one. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's uh, I guess there's some recording that needs to happen in, in, in that aspect uh, for that character. But yeah, that scene was absolutely awesome when I first saw it. It just dropped three lieutenants straight away. Um, blocks the Hogoku and then finally has a fight with um, with Byakuya and ends up beating Byakuya when he went Bankai so yeah absolutely awesome I've seen obviously I've, I've seen it before I've seen it a few years ago but rewatching it is just absolutely amazing and actually um, seeing just how quickly everything ramps up in season yeah. one because yeah, you can see Ishida, he comes in fairly early he's like, um, he's like in like episode uh, 10 yeah, you see um, Rukia, not Rukia, sorry, Orihime and Sado yeah, with their abilities, yeah. they manifested very early on. Yeah, that, that, again, um, that's all from episode 10, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Ichigo, in literally, I think something like between 10 and 20 episodes, goes from having, having lower spiritual energy than a lieutenant to then having spiritual energy similar to or of strength similar to captain level mm. so he goes through leaps and bounds so quickly in the first 54 56 episodes um and then obviously i'm, I'm gonna see this again but it's almost like they just keep adding stuff to him now um and the power scaling is a bit off in in bleach but it's still enjoyable i've always liked bleach because it's um it's been more mature, I think, than Naruto in some aspects. For yes, example, yes. Naruto, obviously Naruto is a teenager, and he's maybe 14, 13, 14 mm. at the start of, uh, uh, start of Naruto, mm. whereas Ichigo is 15, 16. Yeah, I think he's 15. Okay, but he just ends up being m- more mature than, uh, than Naruto is. Um, obviously, he goes to, go to um, high school and everything like that. So... It's, it's just one where, for me, it was a nice contrast from from uh, from Naruto, and that's why I absolutely loved it. The um, soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Um, just again, seeing just how certain characters acted in in uh, the first episode, I'm just thinking to myself that all this time we were there to say stuff, to do stuff, and you just said nothing until, or, or only revealing things little by little. 
Um, they've, they, I mean, for example, Yorichi hints, hints very early on about the wizards, actually, um, after the fight that Ichigo has with Kenpachi, uh, we're talking about the mask, for example, and Ichigo states that he, the mask was thrown into the river, and, and some, for whatever reason, it just landed back on him. Mm-hmm. And Orochi demands that the mask be given to her, right? Mm-hmm. So already that's hinting that there's something significant about this mask. And obviously, we, as, as watchers, it's easy to tell that what was going to be the case, that the mask was going to play some sort of important role in there. Yeah. Um, and then also seeing its hollow form as well. So again, you know that the hollow form is going to come to play. We don't know it's a hollow form yet. We just know that it's another crazy Ichigo, right? Yeah. A crazier version of Ichigo. Um, but no, it's just, it's just so interesting to see all of that. Yeah, no, I, I'm on like episode 12. Uh, I will... You're blacking. I, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally this week, yeah, you're, I'm gonna be like on episode 30. By end of Friday, I'm gonna be episode 30. That's a promise. Uh, I'm aiming to get to at least episode 80 by the end of this week. Because I've, I've got 57 days, so... If I watch like six, seven episodes a day, I'll be done by the time season the brand new season starts. So yeah. I'll be ready, man. Don't worry, yeah. don't worry. I'll be ready. I don't know why I tried to do a, a Russian accent, but I'll be ready. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alright, cool. What else should you be watching? Yeah. So um, I thought I mentioned a, a scene that I saw in um, uh, Ruby. Uh, Ice Queendom. So I'm up to date on on episode five. Um, I think this is the first time they've sang an, a Ruby original song. This is Mirror Mirror, um, and the character Pyra Opera sang it. Um, it helps it helped to personify Vice's mirror self in um, in her current dream state. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it was sung so well, and it fitted the scene so perfectly. Um, so this this episode i think is uh it's just it's just a reminder that this is a ruby scene of course it's a, i mean ruby um series of mm. course it's a ruby series you have all the characters from ruby plus addition of a new character for the anime but it's just i mean i think when i first um spoke about this i mentioned that it's not it's lacking any of the ruby songs um i said that only the opening was sang in english mm. um I mean, the opening doesn't need to be sung, sung in English at all, but I really wanted to hear something, music, anything from the original um, series, and we finally got it. Mm-hmm. So this was this was a nice one. Um, I'm still watching my Isekai Life, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. Engage Kiss, um, Harem and Fantasy World Labyrinth, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, so and all the other ones that I've mentioned before. So yeah, just go strong with those. Six six six. Sounding good. Yep. Oh yeah, and I've got Mario Kart 8, which I'm banging out. Nice. Do you not do I have Mario Kart? No, I don't have Mario Kart. I don't have Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wait, is that everything you've done? Um yeah, I mean I I mean I, so on the Switch as well, I've been playing um Star Wars Master the Old Republic. Mm. They've the again because I've picked up the game in ages. I missed the there was an update that I to do cheats. Yeah. So finally got the updates. I've added some cheats to it. Um. So the cheat I did was just make my character as strong as my previous save character. So my so 
my previous save character that was at the end of the story i've now incorporated the the, the stats the attributes into this new character okay i just play the game from there so right now i'm pretty much one shot and everything i'm playing the hard mode as well nice and i'm pretty much one shot and everyone um with only a few characters um being the exception like um i think his name is ben dem scott's ben dem dark killer who is um bounty hunter oh, there's a bounty on him Mm-hmm. in the in the arena on paris so um he's a difficult character to begin with anyway plus the fact that on hard mode um he actually did challenge me a little bit i was uh why i fought against him but other than him everything else has pretty much been a breeze like i said one shot in uh, majority of of uh, enemies um i was going through the process of making my character jedi again who's going to be even stronger than the previous um character um and then finally completed the Pokédex, the, the Sinnoh Pokédex. Um, so, um, seen all 150 Pokémon in Sinnoh. Um, now unlocked the National Pokédex. So, usually, when I get to end game of Pokémon, I don't know what to do because it's, like there's so much to do on Pokémon. I mean, I could go, I could go about five just EV train all my Pokémon. I can try to um, redo the Elite Four. Um, refight or yeah redo the gym battles and all that stuff so there's all that to do i just need to find what it is i need to do in the game now and then just play through it mm-hmm. but i always hate end game stuff because <laughs> you always that like, there's always an extra bit to do in end game it's going to the battle tower whether there's a mystery form or something like that. there's always that but right now i'm just walking around aimlessly just go through gym battles and uh, Sorry, then which, 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 which game is this this is Pokemon Bullet Diamond. Okay, I don't have this one. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, can I play against you? I was like, oh, I don't have that one. Ah, uh, I'm sure you can still. What, what do you have? I've only got Arceus and um, Sword and Shield. I don't know. I don't know. I th- Sword and Shield, I can play with you. Okay. Oh, can you? Hmm. Uh, I might have to beat up my Twitch and. I think, I think you should be able to. Uh, we'll have to talk about that in person. We'll link up and I'll bring my, yeah. uh, my Twitch. I'll bring my Switch to yours and the sign and we can uh, see what we or can, we can play on, Or we can play online. There is internet. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but like, I'm bad with internet stuff, so I'd rather just talk in person and then sweat out from that way. But, right, that's yeah. calm. Cool. Uh, are you going yeah. to be getting a new one? I can't remember what it's called. Um, Pokemon. Um, I don't know. Raspberry. No, Brilliant Diamond <laughs> and Shining Pearl. Are you, are you going to be getting either of those ones? I've already got um, Brilliant Diamond. Oh, sorry, no. What's the new one? There's a new one coming out. Let me find it. Let me Is find it like Brilliant called. Diamond and Shining Pearl? Uh, Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet and Violet. Uh, I was way off. Yeah, cool. Scarlet Bye. and Violet. I will. I think I think I will get them. I think well, one of them. I don't know which one to get, though. I yeah, think I'll I, get Scarlet. I, I, I will definitely get one again. I'll... But the only thing is that the, the new Pokemon look like motorcycles and I don't really like that, but I will get one uh, of them. We, we have Ice Cream Pokemon, we have... There's a new bread Pokemon. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it looks like... Uh, Pokemon are everything these days, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, bet you, I bet you houses are Pokemon, do you yeah, know what I mean? They, you just they, need to... Why do you need to get away from that? They had like Sandcastle Pokemon. Yes, it's a Sandcastle Pokemon. Um... I read, do you know, I think in the Sinnoh um, game, you do read ab- about the history of Pokemon and, I guess, the world. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, humans and Pokemon were the same. Yeah, okay. But uh, there's, also, there's, also, there's also a theory that humans and Pokemon are pretty much one and the same, except humans 
evolved to become what they are now mm. was the ability to control Pokemon once they've captured them. And Pokemon are the way they are now um, for whatever other reason. So, yeah, at one point they were all wired the same, so that, that was interesting. Fair enough, um, fair enough. Yeah. Makes Ooh. sense as well. I think everything Pokemon is a Pokemon, I think. Humans are Pokemon, Pokemon are Pokemon. If you have, like, fish, dogs, or whatever, they're all Pokemon, it doesn't matter what. Okay. Alright, uh, are you are you done? Is there any anime in game? Yeah, I think... Is there any um, anime in no. news? Oh, actually, there's a little bit of news, and this, I'm I'm a bit late to this. This is something that I wanted to mention last week, um, but um, it slipped my mind. So, um, Michelle Nichols, um, she's the actress that played Nyota Ohura in the original Star Trek series. Okay. Well, um, she was in the Star Trek, the animated series, as well as the first Star Trek films. Mm-hmm. Um, she passed away um, 30th July, day two. Mm-hmm. Um so, just wanted to mention her, her passing. Um, she passed at the age of 89. So, um, uh, fairly old. I mean, I don't want to say it's, you know, it's a good age to die. Like, you know, like, yeah, you've had it fun by it, but um, she had a long life. I don't know if she had any uh, health compl- uh, complications or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she definitely made that character. Um, her own. Uh, like her own, yeah. um, especially being, um, I, I don't, I mean, I, I don't want to say the first black character in, in Star Trek or anything like that, because I haven't read about it to know the history of, you know, Star Trek and other sci-fi series, but in a time where, um, you had very few black people in, uh, in TV shows, and things like that, I think it was nice that, you know, we had, uh, her play Nyota Hura. Um, and portrayed the character so well, so I thought I'd just mention her passing. Um, she was actually born 20th December 1932, so um, yeah, she, she's been around for, for a very long while. For a minute, <laughs> as they say, yeah. for a minute. Nah, that's mad. Very mad. All right, so we, we like, we, we again, we knew it was going to be a short episode today, so we're going to have just, yeah. a, a fun topic, a fun, slight conversation that we had uh, in the restaurant today. I want to just bring up on the episode here. So, yeah, obviously. The first part of this question is undoubtedly an easy one, isn't it? So the mm-hmm. question was if every time you won fifty every time you press the button, yeah, while you had the option to press the button, you would get fifty million pounds. The only catch right now is that someone in London would die. Yeah. You hear this you hear this. This is me pressing the button, buff. <laughs> so Okay, in that situation, I th- as evil as it sounds, I think, you know, majority of people are 100% pressing that button at least oh. once. Yeah, it's fucked oh. up, but you're pressing it at least once. I'm not going to lie, I'm probably pressing it like five times. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm going to press it a few times, and <laughs> I think, obviously, it's not an absolutely crappy thing to say, but yeah. at the same time, I'm thinking to myself... The expert people around the world that die, right? And no one cares about them until it's, it's until someone, it's someone like, that yeah. you know. Exactly. You know what I mean? And obviously, well, I mean, obviously, we have family members in London, so there's obviously a chance that could be a family member in London, you know. Um, so, okay. Now, this is where it got interesting, yeah? And the thing that was put to us is that what if, like, okay, so the first scenario, you're not included in the person that dies. But yeah. if you are included... And you know, there was a ten percent chance that you could die. 
would you still press the button? If so, how many times? I press the button once. Do you know what I mean? Because if I die, I die. But if I survive, I'm like, hey. <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? You've got, you, you've got one in ten chance of dying. So Exactly. Um, exactly. I mean, I, the, the chances are a lot higher mm. than, no, you all. know, one person. <laughs> yeah. From from London because London has what nine million people. Yes. So nine one in one in nine million people. That that's a ridiculous odds. So mm-hmm. I mean I'm tap dancing on that button. Yeah. But ten percent. Oh, that's 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 a big. Yeah. Risk. So but ten percent. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a person at least once. So boom, yeah. I'm a millionaire. If I die, I die. I was yeah. stupid. I played this game, but you know. Yeah. I think if it's a ten percent chance, I think I think maybe I push it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I push it. No, I'm gonna push it twice. 100 mil you know 50 mil set for life 100 mil oh that is some serious generational wealth in it uh, <laughs> but yeah man uh, so a very nice short quick one um, we will come back to some of the things we talked about today so I can get uh, Martin's full review uh, we were mm-hmm. meant to have Ice on to you know help pad the episode out a little bit but he clearly fell asleep after the food he must have got that serious ice when he got home um, yeah. so yeah episode uh, 356 um, I can't oh we're gonna fin- uh, I'm gonna watch Sandman um, I'm going to watch uh, I think it's the Orbital Children which I wanna there's a couple of things I wanna add to like the list that I would like mm-hmm. guys to watch for the next episode um, which will be cool for us to review. Um, uh, I want to. Oh, I'm gonna add Carter because you wanted us to review that. So uh, I already add that to my Netflix list anyway. But uh, yes, just wasn't so for our listeners, Carter is a Korean action film. Yeah. It looks freaking awesome from it, the trailer. It looks a bit so. John Wicky though. But then again, a lot of action films. It does feel a bit like that. It feels a bit like Total Recall slash. Um, it looks like John Jane, James Bond. You know what, yeah, let me be honest. It looks like the Grey Man, isn't it? Other than the, <laughs> the uh, Mission Impossible element. Because the Grey Man was like Jason Bourne versus uh, meets um, Mission, Mission Impossible. Uh, hmm. This one looks like J- uh, just a, you know, uh, um, where is it from? Is it Korean or is it Chinese? It's Korean. So this yeah. one just looks like a Korean Jason Bourne. So, yeah. yeah. But as always Maya thank you very much for joining me uh, again we should hopefully return back to Saturday but I will let you guys know in advance I'm going to try and like post when we're going to be on Twitch so uh, we can have a little bit more views and uh, people interaction in the background um, but I hope you've enjoyed the episode if you like what we do please leave a review on Apple Podcast um, I haven't had a review pop up in a long time and um, yeah share with your friends uh, give some feedback and you know help us grow so without further ado might say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time all right guys thanks for listening bye bye now <laughs>